Hello, friend. I'm Michael McCurry. You're listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Greatly appreciate the fact that you're with us today. In just a moment, we're going to dive into our discussion for this week. We're talking about Christianity, your Christianity, to be honest, my Christianity. Is it tradition or is it addiction? We talked on Monday about the fact that traditions can be a great thing. I think of Christmas traditions. I think of the songs that we sing traditionally only at Christmas. I think of Thanksgiving traditions. I recall that oftentimes we'll go to my in-law's house and actually my parents will come here to Illinois and for the last, I don't know, five or six years, we've all come together, my family and my wife's family, and we celebrate Thanksgiving together. One of our traditions is that we have to go around the table. I don't say have to, uh, we get to go around the table and Everyone shares at least one thing that they're thankful for. Sometimes it's a little bit different. We'll ask uh, who's a particular person that you're thankful for. What's a circumstance from this past year that you're thankful for? And I appreciate and I enjoy that tradition. What are some of your favorite traditions? I'd love to hear from you. Maybe it's a holiday tradition. Maybe it's a birthday tradition, which of course, your birthday should probably be a national holiday, but what? are your favorite traditions. I'd love to hear from you. If you have one, shoot me a text. I'd like to know what your favorite tradition is. Maybe, just maybe, we'll incorporate your tradition into our family traditions. I've shared one with you. Here's another. Every evening before we go to bed, the Lord just brought this to mind. Maybe it's something you need to do. Every evening before I put my children to bed, Almost without fail, probably 80 to 90% of the time, I will read a book with them. Unless it's absurdly late, they've got home, maybe they're already sleeping or something like that. We've come from off the road, traveling, preaching, things like that. But most of the time, I'll read a book with them. They say that readers are leaders, and my children, I want them to be prepared for the world. And so we'll read a book, nothing too crazy. We're not reading The Count of Monte Cristo every evening. We just read a children's book. That'll come later on, maybe some Tolkien or something, but... We read a book together, and then we have a basket up on the shelf that has missionary prayer cards in it. I pull down that basket, and the girls know every evening they each get to pick out one prayer card, and we will pray for that missionary. Now, we always pray for the girls to have a good night's sleep, pray for them to understand how much mommy and daddy love them and all of these things. These are some traditions, some things that we pray about. But each evening, we cycle through and we pray for a different missionary. I could list off probably, oh, 25, 30, 35. I don't know how many cards are in there. I could probably list off many of them by name. I think of uh, the Dekus to Fiji. Of course, the Davises to Myanmar. Uh, both Shaver families to uh, Iceland. The Pinnocks to uh, to Alaska. I think of, let's see, the Belchers to Guam. That's just uh, That was just five or six right there. There are many more that come to mind. Why do I know those names? Because of a tradition. Because We cycle through them, and most of them get prayed for multiple times a year. And to God be the glory. God hears the prayers of little five-year-olds and little three-year-olds. And God hears your prayers, too. That's a tradition of ours. We pray for missionaries every evening. I'd love to hear your favorite tradition. You can shoot me a text right now at 309-316-7240. 
1-800-444-0. It doesn't have to be a, a spiritual tradition even. I'd love to j just hear your favorite tradition. Maybe it's something you do when you're out to eat. Maybe it's some game you play on road trips. But 309, the area code for my, if texting me is 309-316-7240. Why are we talking about traditions though? Well, because we're going to dive into this Bible study today. Let's go to uh, Proverbs chapter 15. While you turn there, let me invite you once again to our grand opening. It's barely four or five weeks away now. Grand opening, Saturday, October 1st from 1 to 5 p.m. Central Time. If you're coming, shoot me a text at 309-316-7240. We've got limited space available, all right? We have limited food available. We want to make sure we have enough for everybody. So if you're coming, let us know or send me an email at grandopening at BibleTracksInc.com. Org. We're in the book of Proverbs, chapter 15. We've talked about, is your Christianity tradition or is it addiction? Traditions can be a great thing. Traditions can be a good thing, but sometimes they can get us stuck in a rut. We can do things without thinking about them. The question is, are you addicted to the ministry like Paul talked about in 1 Corinthians? We talked yesterday about, about the fact that addicted Christians start their addiction with a taste. Psalm 34, 8, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. We talked about the fact that addicted Christians don't need others to keep them addicted. We looked at Lot in the Bible and how he needed Abraham around to stay in the ministry, to stay close to God. Abraham was the spiritual one. Abraham was the one that was always building the altars. Lot never built altars in the Bible. But now, today, we look at next. Addicted Christians show the signs of their addiction. We're in book of Proverbs, chapter 15, verse number 13. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. Friend, you show what you are addicted to. I think of Daniel, chapter number 1, verse 15. And at the end of ten days, their countenances appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which eat the portion of the king's meat. Remember Daniel? He told the, 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 the chief of the eunuchs, he, he told the, the man, the representative of the king, that he would like to eat a healthier diet. He would like to eat something that wasn't offered to idols. He would like to eat something different. And very quickly, his countenance was different than everyone else's because he did what God wanted him to do. But what about you, friend? Does your addiction to the cause of Christ, does your addiction to the ministry, does it show? All addicts show because what you put in comes out. I remember as an associate pastor at the First Baptist Church of Kenmore in Akron, Ohio, of the seven boroughs of Akron. Now realize, first of all, Akron, from recent statistics from a few years ago, was and may still be the heroin capital of the world. For sure, America, it's likely that there are other countries or other cities outside of America that have higher rates of heroin usage, but they don't report their statistics like Akron, Ohio does. And so technically, was the heroin capital of America, of the world, had a lot of addicts, a lot of drunkards, a lot of folks come to our door. Kenmore, of the seven boroughs of Akron, was the lowest in GDP, literacy, employment, all of these things, but the highest in drug use. And so had people good people, people that needed help. They came to our church door all the time. And when a drunkard would come to our door, it was very apparent 
very clear, very quickly, what their addiction was. When a heroin addict came to our door, I'm not, I'm not putting, labeling them, I'm not putting them in boxes. What I'm just saying is what they put in came out. The signs showed themselves. I think of the stench of alcohol and the slurred words, the unstable gait, the walking into walls and things like that of a few that come to mind right now of some alcoholics that came. People that needed help. You say, that, that's a very sad thing. Absolutely. And we tried to help them. We, we had <laughs> the Haven of Rest. It was a phenomenal rescue mission down, downtown. And we had them on speed dial just about. And we'd refer people to them all the time. We'd help people as we could as well. And we would, we would volunteer at the Haven of Rest as well. Good folks down there. But what I'm, my point is this. What you put in comes out. Think about this. When you put in Christ, when you're constantly ingesting God's word, it comes out. Who or what are you showing? We are to be the ambassadors of Christ on earth. We represent something with power. Often, though, we show everything but Christ. Addicts, they show what they put in. They show the signs of their addiction. Next, addicted Christians are always looking for another or a better high. Psalm 61 verse 2, From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. You see, when our standard is Christ, we can't help but want to go higher. Think about addicts. They're not, just, they're not looking for a weaker, a lesser high than the last one they got. No, friend, the reason overdose is such a, such a dangerous thing is because people are looking for a little bit more. And sometimes their body can't handle that little bit more, and so they OD. And unfortunately, people expire all the time because of overdosing on drugs. Can I tell you, friend, you'll never overdose on Jesus, though. I do grow a little weary of a call for lower standards. Standards is, I know, a dirty word in some circles, but I cannot find anywhere in the Bible where it says not to work hard, to be weaker, to fight less. No, I'm not talking about fighting amongst ourselves. I'm talking about fighting the world, the flesh, and the devil. Not in a, not in a, not in a demonstrative, mean way. Oftentimes, our disposition can be far more disconcerting than our doctrine. But I don't see anywhere a call for a weaker doctrine in the Bible. Those that are addicted will not rest until they push just a little bit harder. The repackaged new philosophy that the world wants us to swallow is that we do not need to stand. Certainly, we don't need to stand higher. We don't need to poke our heads up. You know what sets us apart, though? Standing. Just as those three Hebrew children did, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they weren't going to swallow the traditional. Tradition says, don't question the king. Tradition says, bow to the king's idol. Tradition says, just acquiesce. Just do what the world wants you to do. But they bucked tradition. Are you following your tradition, the tradition of men? Or are you following your addiction to God? We've talked this week about the fact that addicted Christians start their addiction with a taste. Have you ever tasted and seen that he is good? 
Number two, addicted Christians don't need others to keep them addicted. Are you relying on someone else for your spirituality? Or do you have a walk of relationship with God? We talked today, addicted Christians show the signs of their addiction. What you put in comes out every time. Lastly today, addicted Christians are always looking for more. Friend, are you looking for more? I hope you are. I pray you are. I'd encourage you. Would you join us tomorrow as we conclude this topic, this theme, this thought of tradition or addiction? Friend, please, let's all get addicted to the cause of Christ. And also, we'd love to see you Saturday, October 1st at our grand opening. Have questions? The announcer will tell you how to contact us. Have a great day for His glory. Join us tomorrow on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.